year and a half ago, I got a phone call from um, Speak Life in Bullying, the musical. They found me online because of Gab, Generations Against Bullying, and the work that I had done with children with the beat of life. And they said they were looking for someone to write all the songs for their musical. They had been 13 years taking this musical into the schools. They were using songs from really big, well-known artists like Kelly Clarkson and Katy Perry, but they couldn't license the music, so they asked me if I would create new music. Fast forward, a lot of prayer, a lot of nerves. There was a lot I felt riding on me, but I was, and to this day, remain extremely humble that God would choose me to do this. I wrote all the music for Speak Life in Bullying that has now turned into a film. know where to go or how to fill a certain space but the ones that do are pure magic welcome to another inspiring episode of podcast with sheila the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring life experiences today's guest melissa bolero is a professional songwriter of 20 plus years a published author founder and ceo of rhyme partners hello melissa and welcome to podcast with sheila Hi, thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. It's a pleasure to host you today. Um, before we, we dive right into today's episode, tell us a little bit about who Melissa is, where she comes from, stuff like that, before we actually set the ball rolling. Well, thank you. So who I am is I'm a songwriter, I'm an author, and I'm originally from Florida. Tampa Bay, Florida in the USA, and I moved to Nashville, Tennessee about 16, 17 years ago to pursue a lifelong dream of being a professional songwriter, and it has been an incredible journey that ultimately has led me to publishing um, a few books as well, so here I am great. to share it with the world. Great, great. I read that uh, you lost both parents as a child you got married had a son and divorced all in your early 20s how did that affect or contribute to this your successful growth as a woman um i was affected greatly by that i think being the type of person i am sometimes i tell people as a lot of us creatives know that it can be a gift and a curse because you have to feel to a certain level to be able to put things out to the world um for people who can't express what they're feeling and that's the job that we have as creatives but at the same time you internalize things a lot and so for me as young being a young mom and then going through a divorce I was really affected by that I was affected so much and so what I did was um, I journaled a lot and I wrote a lot of songs until eventually I found my way to Music City and course there's lots of different cities you know um, over here in the USA where um, you know there's LA there's New York but for me it ended up being Nashville Tennessee so I just sort of put all of those things that I was feeling into that craft and fortunately it worked out well do you think if you had not gone through the things you went through like um, your divorce and everything that came with it you would have been where you are today 
It's a really good question, Sheila. It's one that I think about often, and I'll tell you why. Several years ago, I watched a movie called um, Sliding Doors. And it was the, have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Uh, I believe it's Gwyneth Paltrow, and I don't know who the other person is. But the whole concept answers that burning question that we ask ourselves if we had taken this path would the outcome be the same if we had taken another path and so that movie shows you this female's life simultaneously if she had you know gone this way one day versus gone this way so the entire movie is like this and i wish sometimes that we could actually see our lives that way if we had made another choice but ultimately i really believe at the end of the day that is what's so beautiful and also so tragic about the journeys that we have in our life is that i think that we are meant to um grow and learn and i don't i think regret is let me say healthy Mm. but i don't think it's place we should sit. I think it's natural to have regret and say, well, I had never gone through that. But I think every choice I've made in my life has shaped me and brought me to the place I am today. Absolutely. Great, great, great. Do you think it was the way you looked at the problem that brought you to where you are today? Because a number of people go through divorce or lose parents and they are not able to put themselves together to do something out of it. I think I I read during the week that somebody says, when you make mistakes, don't keep looking, staring at the mistake in the face, rather think of what you can make out of it. You know, when you make a mistake or when something bad happens, anything negative happens, think of how you can turn that into positivity. And it isn't everybody who can do that. No, I don't think everyone's capable, but we are capable of growing and learning and practicing that. But I think it's absolutely crucial and absolutely critical uh, that we do that. And for even if for no other reason, if we remember the way that we were uniquely designed by God is that he put these eyes in the front of our head. Exactly. If he wanted us to look back, yeah. they'd be in the back yeah, of our exactly, head, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So I do, I do think it is perception. A lot of it is perception. And a lot of it is just human nature. I, I tell you, even as good as I have gotten at practicing, um, you know, my, my most recent book is called God, Gratitude, yeah. and Giving. And as much as I've gotten good at practicing those things daily, I'm still human. You know, I still get caught up in the, you know, woe is me once in a while. But I think the key is not to stay there. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned, you've mentioned God, gratitude and giving, how did that empower you to build the life you had always wanted? I think it was, so it was the fuel that, that did build the life or or the life built the book somehow because all the things that I had gone through when I, when I chased after my dream. And so most people know this and probably even you yourself, you know, doing what you do uh, with podcasting and being an entrepreneur is that when we're, we're building something, when we step out and we dare to be brave and adventure, most of the time we, we 
we trip or we fail a couple times. And it was no different for me. When I moved to Nashville, it was a big wake up call. I mean, it was very difficult. Um, so I suffered from anxiety and depression and fear and the questions in my mind, like, am I really good enough? Am I valid? Am I as trained as these people? Because, you know, there were moments where it was easy for me to tell myself I am less than because my parents died when I was little and I didn't have the formal training. And I can tell you, very, I have very vivid memories where I would read about someone that I was impressed by or somebody that I looked up to, another writer or an artist, and I would read how they would be trained or classically trained since they were five years old. And I would literally put that publication down. And if I think about it too hard now, it'll bring tears to my eyes where I would say to myself, I don't have that story. So maybe I'm not valid. Maybe I'm not... But that is absolutely the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. And we must never do that because we don't all have the same starting point and we should all define success within ourselves. So when I understood that, I began to go into meditation a little bit more daily. I was leaning into my faith in God and and so where I found that I could connect and be one with God was in my silent time in my meditation. And one day in that, I was presented with these three words, very, very, I mean, they were laid on my heart and I knew instantly that if I would focus daily on God, gratitude and giving, that I would have no time for the usual worry, fear, anxiety. And so I began to do that, and I did that for years. And so the book didn't come along till recently, but that was because I wanted to, I guess it was a process for me of getting really good at that and watching it transform my life. And then I would have something to give or some to share my experience rather than saying, hey, look at these three lovely words. You know, I really, so in my book, um, I really offer a lot of what I experienced and then um, share some, some very personal things. So a little bit of a memoir in there too. Wow, 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 beautiful. I'd like to see the book. I'd like to see the book. But as you were talking, I think something dropped in my in my mind. It's like, um, as, we, it as we, oh my God, that's, that's nice. I like the cover, uh, the image on the front and every, the artwork thank that comes with yeah, it. Yeah, thank oh you God, that's so nice. much. That's, like, that's <laughs> on um, Amazon, is that? That? Is that on Amazon now, your book? It is on Amazon, and it's available on my website, autographed copies, um, and it's on Amazon. Great, Absolutely. great. But as you were talking, like I was saying, as you were talking, something dropped in my mind. Like everybody has, you know, as we journey on in life, we all have what it will take to get to where we are going, as in the kind of experiences we need to go through to be able to um, be carved out in a particular way, to be able to achieve our purpose in life. So for some people, depending on, I'm thinking, for some people, depending on your assignment on earth, from my background as a Christian, your, you know, your trials for preparation may be bigger than others because their assignment may not be that big. So they may not need a lot of preparation. And in preparation, you 
we are talking about tenacity, ability to endure and, um, you know, overcome things as you go ahead. So it may be different things we all go through. I think recently I was telling on this podcast, I was saying everybody goes through some something. Everybody here on earth has something they are facing or they are battling with. And for some people, it may be finances. Some people may be marriage. It may be anything. But when you think about it, the end goal is to prepare us for a particular assignment, which is unique to everybody. And we need to be prepared for that assignment. And as we go through those trials, we get prepared for what it is. So when I asked, do you think what you've been through um, shaped you to where you are today and I'm thinking about it it looks like everything you've gone through as a child because the assignment was big I wouldn't say losing parents was a good thing it wasn't definitely but the lessons you learned from there how to be able to grow up because you have to grow up quickly if you don't have that kind of support from parents be independent and as a child not like as a child but in your early 20s going to marriage and be de- that's a big thing for a young girl to go yeah. through, you know, yeah. so it looks like you needed maturity. If we look at your story background, I'm beginning to think you needed to grow quicker because I believe there are a number of people who look up to you, like you have staff and other people working under you. And it takes a leader to be able to lead a lot of people. And you can't be a leader if you're not mature. Correct. And think everything that you said I do I agree 100% with and I would add to that for me that as part of what was growing me and everything that I went through I grew into myself my myself um I would say that along the way I always viewed it like this Sheila and I still do today I imagine myself when I'm 90 or 100 years old I was still picture myself like this i don't know if you can see me one hand up and one hand extended down and the reason i say that is because i think there will always be people on our journey that will take us along to where they've been and others that will reach down to bring where we've been yeah exactly and so i never feel like i'm greater or lesser than i just am and we are where we are but i think along the way we are going to, you know, reach for that hand, but we're also going to reach down for that hand to bring someone up. And so that's why I feel like my life is always in a growing process. Um, And it's just brilliant. And it's absolutely beautiful. And there's a quote by Albert Einstein, in part that says, the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. And I love that. And sometimes that mysterious is really difficult. But I have learned to embrace it. I don't know that it ever gets really comfortable. I think, you know, being uncomfortable is how we grow and we expand. Um, But I certainly, the days that are comfortable, I'm very grateful for them. But And I, I love your podcast because you're absolutely right. There are, I've watched several of your episodes. And so I would say that while I have experienced tragedy, losing my parents, you have guests on that have been through just tremendous heart trials and you yourself know this. And so, um, I just want to say thank you for what you do. 
I know. I'm seeing you through a computer screen, but you radiate light and Thank love. You. And the Bible says that the Spirit bears witness. Exactly. And I definitely see the light and love of God in you. Thank you very much, Abanette. Oh my God, you send goosebumps down me. But thank you very much. You're thank, welcome. Thank you very much. As uh, I, I think you have a podcast as well. If you do, podcasting is a difficult thing, you know. And some, oh yeah, it is. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, you know, getting to meet the people, read the story, get the questions out, um, do the editing after the video. If it's not a live one, do the artwork and everything. Write a story about everything. Post it out. It's a difficult and market it as well because you want it to reach the right people yeah. and all that. It's a difficult thing. So anytime somebody appreciates the work behind the screen, I'm really, really, really honored because then it means that the person is actually oh, following the the journey. Yeah. I have to tell you that one of the things that I believe with my whole heart, and, and by the way, like I almost could not stop yeah. myself from telling you that. Now, yeah. I've done several podcasts and everybody that I talk to is wonderful, but you in particular... <laughs> There was something that was just wanting me to tell you that and share that with you um, because even though it's a computer, I yeah. just see how lovely you are. Thank you. And, you know, though, um, I think the most beautiful and valuable thing someone can give to you is their time. Exactly. And I was thinking that when I messed up our time earlier, no, I was thinking, you know, the... You give someone your time, they give you their time. That's a precious gift and yeah. it doesn't go unnoticed. So wow. for that, I'm so grateful because you're right. There's a lot that goes into then yeah. putting it out and promoting. Yeah, yeah, great, great. You know, um, as a successful female, what did it take to get to where you are today? What were some of the challenging situations you had to encounter along the way to where you are? Um. Well, I know the thing that... I know this might not be what someone would ex expect me to maybe possibly say, but I think I felt alone a lot. Hmm. Um, yeah. I know if that feeling might have been a lie, but I think certainly when you lose a parent, a loved one, a child, I feel like there is sometimes an emptiness in you that no matter how you try to feel it. I always, when I was young, I used to, metaphorically, it would feel like if you could imagine throwing a 50 pound bag over your back and just pulling it everywhere you go. So I felt alone a lot in my journey and feeling alone sometimes, you know, in itself can be hard uh, because, you know, you are the one who has to pull yourself up. You're the one who has to encourage yourself to keep going. You it's it for, so for me, it was, it was that because I am very happily married now, but for most of my life, um, after I got divorced in my early twenties, when you asked the question of how did that affect me? And I said, it affected me. It affected me to the point that I knew in my heart that I never wanted to make that decision again. And unless I knew that it was going to be right because too many people are affected yeah. too 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 many things happen and so i spent the majority of my adult life my my mid to the 20s into my 40s single <laughs> so 
I knew very much what it was like yeah. uh, to be alone. So I found that to be very challenging, but after a while, I cultivated habits and things where I, I, after all, we really are have to depend just on ourselves. I mean, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. I mean, we have our family yeah. and our friends, yeah. but they're not going to wake us up and exactly. they're not going to make us chase our dreams. Exactly. You know, they're going to exactly. encourage us, but you are the one who is going to be your biggest cheerleader on a daily basis. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. I hear one of your books made bestseller, so congratulations on that. But let's talk about GAP. What is it and what exactly do you do regarding GAP? So over my career, I had been asked over the years if I would uh, volunteer in mm. schools and help children process bullying through songwriting. This is one of my favorite stories. I'm so glad you asked me about this because I couldn't be more excited or, or prouder of this work. Yeah. Um, because I would go into schools and I, I would always do it as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So I would tell you that there were days where I would wake up and think, oh, I have so many things to do. But I, would, yeah. I gave them my word, my commitment. I would go and I would volunteer. I say all of that to tell you about a year and a half ago, I got a phone call from um, Speak Life in Bullying, the musical. They found me online because of Gab, Generations Against Bullying, and the work that I had done with children with the beat of life. And they said they were looking for someone to write all the songs for their musical. They had been 13 years taking this musical into the schools. They were using songs from really big, well-known artists like Kelly Clarkson and Katy Perry, but they couldn't license the music, so they asked me if I would create new music. Fast forward, a lot of prayer, a lot of nerves. There was a lot I felt riding on me, but I was, and to this day, remain extremely humble that God would choose me to do this. I wrote all the music for Speak Life in Bullying that has now turned into a film uh -huh. that is nationwide in schools for children. But not only that, they took my lyrics and they turned them into um, lyrics to life and they teach them in the school system. Oh so how can, how can I not be number one, so proud of doing something that would directly affect children and, exactly. and their minds and, exactly. and the way that they process the things that they go through in school that you probably yeah. went through, that I yeah. went through. Yeah. For sure, I was bullied in school, so I yeah. know exactly what that looks like. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I go on about that. I could talk yeah. about that all day yeah. because that's a very exciting project for me. Oh my I'm God, that's brilliant. Anything that. that has to, I think I've done a, a lot of stories, not a lot, about a couple of them of stories on bullying and anytime I hear that it touches my heart because that little bit you know affects everybody who goes through it being an adult or a child it affects everybody so anytime I hear anything a cause um, towards um, anti-bullying I'm so pleased because Sheila, yeah. if, if someone would have said to me if someone would have said to me Melissa you're gonna go to Nashville and you're gonna chase these dreams and you're going to get songs cut by artists and different yeah. things but you know you're going to write a musical that's going to change the lives of children all over the nation I think I would have fallen to my knees and said mm. no not me I'm not worthy of that 
Um, or And the same thing if someone would say to me now, yeah. Melissa, you, we will give you, for example, a number one Lady Gaga song, mm-hmm. but you have to take back the bullying mm-hmm. campaign that you mm-hmm. did. The answer would be no, no a hundred times yeah. over. Yeah. Someday I'll be gone. Yeah. But these songs will still shape and change children's lives. So and I don't even know how, I don't, when I'm saying it, it's even hard for me to believe that I'm saying it about me. Yeah. That's just how honored, I'm tearing up. Yeah. That's just how honored I am that I could be a part of something think, like that. My God, yeah. I think it's very honorable. It's, it's, bullying is, is tremendous uh, yeah. and overwhelming for children yeah. to yeah. handle. Yeah. So any coping mechanisms, especially music, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. It is. My God. God bless you for allowing yourself to be used towards that positive cause. Let's talk about some of the awards you've had, achievements, and major platforms you've been privileged to be on in your line of business. So I own a boutique publishing company called Rhyme Partners Music Publishing. And over the years, we have won many awards. One award in particular that I'm pretty proud of is called, um, it it is, okay, it's going to, okay, in in the U.S., they're called the Dub Awards, which are the the Christian uh, Music Awards. Okay. And then um, over in Canada, I've forgotten it's escaped me, the name of it over in Canada, but we've won that a few times, so that's very exciting. Um, There's lots of different awards that are out there in my field of business, like Songwriter of the Year, Song of the Year, Top 10 Song, and I'm a little embarrassed, but to be honest with you, we have a list of them, and so I I could even pull it up so I could remember. Oh, your screen disappeared from me, hold on. There you are, okay. So I, you know, I think it's neat. I just recently this week was awarded, um, I'm part of a, a group of wonderful women called Everyday Women's Guide mm-hmm. to Doing What You Love, several publications. Yeah. And this year, you know, they have an award ceremony. So just last week they awarded me as the top songwriter of, of this group. So that was very, very nice. Yeah. But I can just say to you, I think that it's always an honor yeah. to be awarded any kind of thing or to have your songs go to number one on radio or um you know these days we have all kinds of platforms we have um online digital music we've got sirius xm you name it so there's so many ways for people to get their music out so that has opened up a whole new world of different awards and such so most of them have been tied most of the awards and things that we've gotten are tied to songs that were written obviously wow wow congratulations i'm always Thank excited you. to see another woman winning you know uh, we need a, a lot more of us in the winning zone so i'm excited to hear all about that but if you had one wish for the year what would that be and why uh, you know what i just opened this if i had one wish for the year yeah Hmm. I guess if I had for myself or just in general, in general, I think that my wish, I, it's going to sound very trite, you know, like mm. the, everybody says it, but I think I would wish for peace because right. I think that is the thing in this climate all over the world that a lot of people are having trouble finding peace and moments of peace. And so we can never get enough of that. So I think that I would wish for peace 
you know, if, if it was at all possible. Yeah. And, you know, okay, you know what I did? Yeah. I pulled up my little awards list because okay. you asked me, and yeah. nobody has ever asked that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So some of the awards that we have won over at Rhyme Partners mm. are we have won Video of the Year, Inspirational Country Music Awards. Chris Golden is the artist who recorded our song. Uh, we won Best Modern Song, North America Country Music Awards, a song that I co-wrote with an artist called Mirror. We've won Female Vocalist of the Year for Rocky Mountain Country Music, Album of the Year, International Music and Entertainment Association, Americana Album of the Year, International Music, Covenant Award. Oh. That's the award that we won in Canada, Canada. like the Dove Awards yeah. in the USA. Um, another Americana Country Song of the Year, different, different Tennessee Songwriters Association. Wow. Let me see what else we got. Um, top 10 um, love songs, Grammy nominations. Mm. We've had mm. Grammy nominations. Um, you name it. We've wow. had so, Wow. Thank you for asking. Nobody's ever asked me. I've never gotten to brag a little bit like that. Oh, but it's always good, you know, to throw that in. For Sometimes it's even good for you because as you, as you keep calling them out, you'll be wondering, oh, did I get that? Did I get that? For you yeah. personally, you know, sometimes I, I, I get to experience that sometimes as well, not with awards, but anything else that I've done. When I sit down and I cast my mind back and then I'm looking at how far the progress has gone, I'm asking, was I able to do that? Did I do this myself? Oh my. And it boosts your confidence. It gives you more, I don't know, in quote, them to move on stuff well, like that it's it sometimes it's it's if we step outside of it because we're in it every single day but if we really step outside yeah, and we look yeah. in the window and if i go all the way back and i see this young girl who lost her you know yeah. mother yeah. and lost her father yeah. and i think about sleeping in my car when oh i was 17 God. years oh old oh and then i read off a list like that well yeah. heck yeah you know that's for lose that yeah. Um, I always realize how amazing that is. So, yeah. yes, I I think that's really neat. I think it's everybody should do that. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Human nature sometimes is sometimes human nature is to think that we you know more exactly. or that we haven't done well enough. Yeah. But yeah. we have to. I I believe that we should celebrate everything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. to some people in the music industry maybe even some of these awards you know they wouldn't be worth mentioning unless they were like the top top yeah. top but for me yeah they're all worth it they are know? yeah yeah and i think even i think at the bottom of um this episode i'm rating when you celebrate you should be grateful like you said you should be grateful for the little things then it will open doors for bigger things to come in so every time you celebrate your little wins and everything and i do that a lot on um the social media platform for podcast with Sheila. Anytime we go up with likes, with you know, all of that, I share it. And I know I you, saw that. Yeah. I saw that. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They may be very little as compared to some other people who think why this is just in the thousands. But for me, it means a lot because the work that has gone to into it to get to a thousand means that I should celebrate it. And then definitely we'll you know you should absolutely celebrate it because I know I'm in this business and I know, I mean, even people who have, you know, a hundred, 200, a million yeah, followers, yeah. it's hard to get that it many It is. And I just, yes, you absolutely should celebrate <laughs> it that. It is. It is. My God. 
So what will your final message be to our listeners as we wrap up? I think gratitude. Thank you for giving Sheila and myself your time. Because as I was mentioning earlier, I think it is one of the greatest gifts that anyone can give to someone else is their time. Because really, our time here on earth is so precious and it's so short. When you think about, you know, lately in the news, they've just discovered Mm. these new dinosaur but with some of the droughts and some of the waters receding Mm, in some mm, of mm. the rivers and lands they've now uncovered dinosaur footprints that were 14 million years ago and when i think about the enormity of 14 million years ago i think we are only here for such a short time. time so in that short time um that you would give me an hour is greatly yeah. appreciated. Oh, my God. Or a half hour, whatever it is we're yeah. doing. My God, thank you so much. We'd like to say a massive thank you for coming on podcast to Sheila today, Melissa. Yeah, thank you so much, Sheila. You're beautiful. If there's anything I, I can ever do for you, just let me know. Sure, I will. Thank you. If you've been listening in, this is season two, episode 60 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Whilst at it, please drop us a rating. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Our prayer for you this week is to always remember to be grateful for the little things of life, which will then open doors for greater things. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week.